Hi, my name is Megan Smalley, and I'm with Recycling Today magazine. Welcome to the Fresh Perspective podcast. I'm here today with James Patronelli from Liquid Technology, Inc. The company provides electronics recycling, IT asset disposition, and data destruction services. James is the director of sales for the Northeast region at the company, and he's been in that role for about three years. He's been with the company since 2011 and has been working in the ITAD industry since 2006. His current focus is helping executives to develop and implement end-of-life IT asset management programs with a focus on data security. Thanks for coming on the show today, James. Megan, so nice to speak with you. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Now, to start things off, how did you get your start in ITAD and electronics recycling work? Well, when I was out of college, I uh, moved to New York City, and I started in finance. And uh, I worked in the uh, financial space for a few years, um, but what I was really missing was technology. My background is in information systems, and that's what my degree is from college. And so I kind of went looking for a role um, within the city, within the region, where I can utilize my, my knowledge of infrastructure, my knowledge of technology. And at that point in time, around 2005, 2006, it's really when the ITED industry was just kind of being born as a mature industry. And I was fortunate to uh, start with a company um, that had facilities throughout the United States. And, um, you know, it allowed me to begin in this industry, um, learn all about e-waste recycling, media destruction, um, buying and brokering of technology hardware. and also allowed me to move around the country a little bit and uh, develop my career as it is now. Got it. Um, what are some unique experiences you've had in the industry since joining? Well, I think... I've been able to see some interesting trends in technology hardware over the last 10 to 15 years. Um, you've seen, uh, you know, the advent of smart devices. Um, you know, the iPhone wasn't around when I started in the industry, and then five years later, everybody's using that, and uh, they're replacing Blackberries. Um, you've seen uh, the speed and um, agility of servers just absolutely take over to, um, the financial industry, um, also with research and healthcare. Um, so you get to see um, technology. Uh, grow uh, grow itself and then watch how it kind of powers industry as well. Um, and then, of course, more recently, just seeing the, the actual absolute explosion in the cloud industry, seeing companies um, either completely migrate all their infrastructure to the cloud or create some sort of hybrid type environment. But it's really kind of changed the landscape of, of technology and what we do as well. Awesome. That sounds like a lot of fun, just all the changes going on. Um, in more recent years, what are unique projects that you've been working on at Liquid Technology, or what are some new things happening at the company? Sure. No, I mean, you know, what I've seen uh, in the last couple of years is really helping companies uh, plan and um, really schedule uh, their um, data center, either migrations or moves. So what we really do is we sit down with our clients, and, you know, when they're planning a um, uh, cloud migration or a data center shutdown in, say, 2020, we'll sit down with them, you know, starting today or earlier this year, and help them map out all the different locations they have their technology hardware, um, what type of technology they're going to be um, pulling offline and they're going to need to have resold, uh, the different types of uh, security requirements that they're going to need for whatever country or state uh, that they're in, so whether or not the hard drive needs to be shredded versus wiped, um, helping them map that out so then when they're finally pulling the trigger on that migration, they already have that process and plan in place to have us just come in and help them wind down those locations and provide that level of service they're looking for. Got it. Now, data security is a big topic today. It's a big concern. 
what would you say are some of the biggest data security risks that companies face today, and why is that? Well, there's always people that want to access your hardware. So, you know, a lot of people are afraid of going to the cloud because they kind of lose that uh, physical ownership of their of their media and their security. Um, but there's there's going to be data breaches and data risks everywhere because you know people are going to try to try to access your system. So, whether or not you have a uh, your own owned facility with your own network infrastructure or you're in the cloud, you have to be mindful of, you know, who you're getting access to, who can actually either has their hands on your hardware or who's accessing your network. Um, but for us in our industry, you know, we're always preaching data at rest is data at risk. So if you've already powered down a system and you have your technology hardware, um, whether it's in a storage room, um, it's in a data center on the floor waiting to be picked up, that has media in there, you have to be mindful of what's of who has access to that media and where it's going to be going. So, you know, partnering with a company that um, provides a secure chain of custody to make sure that at every point um, when that hardware moves, that there's a transfer of ownership, or more importantly, that that media is being destroyed at your at your facility before it's actually leaving the site, just to make sure that nothing's ever uh, lost or stolen. So, we're always just trying to help our clients mitigate the risk as best we can. Got it. Are you able to talk through any data security risks that you've kind of worked through at Liquid Technology and how you address them? Sure. I mean, we have numerous clients who are very, very secure. Um, they do not want any of their media to be either resold, repurposed. Um, they cannot move from their client's site. Uh, so what we do is we'll actually schedule shred trucks to go out to their facilities, whether it's their data center or corporate environment. Uh, we'll go on site, we'll scan every single hard drive, every piece of media, and um, we'll actually shred it in front of them, and we'll videotape the shred. Um, before we leave, they get a detailed report of all the media that's been destroyed, and they also get a physical uh, DVD of the, the shredding process as well for the record. So we've had clients that have actually been audited by the SEC. They've actually had to sit down with the auditors and watch, you know, our full process take place uh, to prove that, you know, these media, these assets have been destroyed in the, the date and time and the location where they said they were. That's neat. Now, I know there's some legislations coming out related to data security. There's the European Union's General Data Protection Regulation that was passed in May 2018, and then California has the Consumer Privacy Act that passed shortly after that. Do you think these regulations are helpful to your line of work? Anything that helps, anything that basically makes people more aware of any risk that they have with their media, whether it's e-waste recycling laws, uh, data privacy laws, um, it, it helps them put in process in place to make sure that all their, their equipment is being handled properly. And really comes down to being able to audit that and make sure that the same process is being taken place at each location. So really what you're looking for is a secure process and making sure that secure process has paperwork to back it up to that. You know, if you're ever audited for the process that you, you can show all the steps that are taking place just to basically secure your media. So I think it helps us. It's, you know, it allows us to speak to a higher level within the organization uh, because really with the more laws in place and more requirements, you know, there's more eyes on, on the process. So I think it really does help us, and I do think it's a good thing. Got it. And looking back at your career, are you able to share what, what are some challenges that you've faced over the years, and how did you address those? Well, I think the, the biggest challenges are, you know, when the economy changes. And back in 2008, 2009, there was an economic collapse. So, you know, whether it's, you know, losing clients or clients going out of business, that could really affect you. Um, so really, I'm trying to just manage and try to forecast the economy, making sure that you know, you're able to stay ahead of any major changes. Uh, for instance, right now, obviously, 
things that are happening with uh, overseas with China um, and the uh, tariffs. It kind of that things like that will affect you know where what what types of hardware we can sell send overseas and what types of commodities can recycle where. So I think those are the things that we really have to keep an eye on and manage over time. Got it. Now. What do you see as some of the biggest issues in electronics recycling, ITAD, and data destruction today, and why? Well, I think, um, kind of just going back to the last question, I think with, um, you know, countries like China, um, you know, they kind of drive the market, the marketplace for different types of commodities. Like right now, they're banning plastics. So, you know, they're also producing other types of technology in high volumes at lower cost. So, you know, full-tested working items that you might sell overseas today, you won't you know, Back, I'd say a couple of years ago, you really can't do today. So you have to be, um, you know, you have to be able to find those resources here domestically. And I think that there's kind of a shortage of that. So I think that's probably one of the bigger roadblocks that you know needs to be uh, addressed in our industry today is finding really good domestic downstream uh, partners um, for you know all streams of recycling. Got it. And where do you see the recycling industry heading in the next couple of years? What changes do you see happening? Well, I, I really hope that that market develops. Um, that's what we're really hoping on, hoping that, you know, the pressures from overseas and, you know, the coalition of companies that are really trying to do right by the industry, you know, the ones who carry all the certifications like E-Stewards and R2, um, the ones who um, really need to utilize proper vetted and audited downstream vendors um, to really try to get together and make sure that we have all the resources we need here in the United States to properly recycle um, all technology waste and all downstream waste. So I think that over the next five years, um, if you know if that international pressure is still there, that that market can develop here, and that's what we're really looking for. Got it. And what are some new technologies that you hope to see the industry embrace more? Well, you know, a lot of our company, a lot of our clients right now, you know, they're very security conscious, and you know, they really want to see that media destroyed on site. Um, whereas, you know, we also provide wiping as a service, uh, software service. And I feel like, you know, the security level wiping is as secure, if not more secure at times. Um, so I'd really like to see our clients utilizing that more um, as a way to not only retain the value of their hardware, but um, also, you know, it's basically, it's a, it's a more mobile way of, of providing media destruction. Um, so we're hoping that it's adopted a bit more across the board. Great. And as a final question here, I know a lot of recyclers have been having a hard time recruiting new people to the industry or young professionals into the sector. Do you have any advice for companies on how to get more people into the industry? Sure. I mean, for us, the way we position it is, you know, it's, it's a client-facing, um, it's uh, account management, and um, it's an exciting uh, opportunity to be involved with different types of technology, uh, different types of companies. Um, you know, here at Liquid Technology, we work across pretty much every vertical you could think of, and we work not only throughout the United States, but abroad. So when you're working here, you get to be doing projects in any type of vertical that interests you, uh, whether it's in New York City or San Francisco, and it also allows for travel to overseas. Um, we're doing projects in Singapore, Amsterdam, and you know, throughout the United States. So it provides a lot of opportunities um, here, and I think that people, um, once they come in and they get to see that and get to you know join the excitement, I think they really like it. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on the show today, James. Megan, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much.